RCA Victor, world leader in radio, first in recorded music, and first in television, presents the Phil Harris Alice Faye Show. For your enjoyment, here is the Phil Harris Alice Faye Show, written by Ray Singer and Dick Chevrolet, with Elliot Lewis, Walter Tetley, Robert North, Janine Roos, Ann Whitfield, Walter Scharf and his music, yours truly, Bill Foreman, and starring Alice Faye and Phil Harris. Folks, this is Phil. Now, here's a word from RCA Victor. Here's a combination that's good company anywhere. An RCA Victor portable radio powered with RCA radio batteries. Yes, in the house and out, anytime, anywhere, you'll enjoy owning the pick of the portables. An RCA Victor. It's so compact, so light, that you'll be amazed at its selectivity, its extended range, and at the wonderful fidelity made possible by RCA Victor's exclusive golden throat tone system. And you'll get the strongest reception ever achieved on battery operation. For RCA radio batteries are radio engineered for top performance and extra listening hours. Yes, wherever you go, there's fun at your fingertips with an RCA Victor portable radio. So make this summer an extra happy one. Keep an RCA Victor at your side always. Stop by your RCA Victor dealers tomorrow and ask to see the many beautiful models. And for the best in portable radios, insist on and get RCA Victor. This is the time of year when that great American institution, spring cleaning, rears its ugly head. When those words are mentioned, most men dive for the nearest storm cellar, but not Phil Harris. Alice has told him to beat the rug, and as we look in, we find him taking care of his chores. One, two, three, four. One, two. No, no, Phyllis, that's no way to beat a rug. <laughs> you look like Spade Cooley directing his band. <laughs> With a lot of chatter under one arm. Now try it again. I'm trying, Daddy. I know you're trying, but there's a right way and a wrong way. Baby Alice, show her the right way. Daddy, I don't want to beat the rugs. But, honey, it's good for you. It'll make your hair blonde and curly. My hair is already blonde and curly. Oh, well, let me put it this way. Uh, don't you want your hair to be black and straight? No. How about red and wavy? No. Now try bald and shiny. <laughs> Girl, stop beating these rugs and go out and play. Phil, what's the idea of having the children do your work while you lie in that hammock and do nothing? What do you mean, doing nothing? I suppose you think it's easy pouring through travel folders trying to decide where I should go on my vacation this summer. Look, honey, I thought that... Well, I thought that maybe we could go back to Paris this year. It's such an enchanting city. <laughs> no, we've been there once. I'd like to go to Hawaii. No, there's so many more... Interesting things to see in Paris. I'm not going to Paris. If you want to go to Paris, you can go alone. I have no intention. Phil Harris, come back here. Put down that suitcase. Take off your beret. 
Oh, honey, I can't back out now. I've got tickets reserved to see the can-can dancers at the Folie Vigere. <laughs> oh, the way they make them ruffles. Fail! <laughs> honey, you wouldn't really go without me, Of would course you? not. What fun could a man have in Paris without his wife? <laughs> I deserve a lot of credit, don't I, dear? What for? For being able to say that line with a straight face. <laughs> oh, Phil, let's go to Hawaii. That's the land of romance. It has balmy, moonlit nights, scented tropical flowers, waving palm trees, beautiful native dancing girls, and excellent pineapple juice. <laughs> Don't laugh. He'd go to Hawaii just for the pineapple. <laughs> What's wrong with that? That's like buying a harem just to get your hands on a Turkish water pipe. <laughs> oh, honey, I don't feel like going to Hawaii, but look, Alice, that ocean trip, gee, that'd be nice. Look, hon, you got a little money put away. <laughs> I say put away <laughs> Why don't you buy a boat And we'll take an ocean trip Wait a minute Boats are expensive How much can the Queen Mary cost you? <laughs> I'm not buying the Queen Mary Well, how about that ship You built for the government? Which one? The Big Mo <laughs> Why don't you repossess it? And... Going for a voyage doesn't appeal to me. Well, and I suggest we make it an educational vacation. Well, what do you mean? Well, why don't we go to Laguna Beach and study the mating habits of the Pismo clam? <laughs> yes, yes, that'd be nice. And then while we're there, we can delve into the shocking love life of the electric eel. <laughs> I'm in favor of an ocean voyage, and it'll do Frankie a lot of good. You mean Frankie's going with us? Well, certainly, honey. He needs a change. I didn't want to worry you, but... Well, Remley's a sick man. He went to the doctor last week, and the doctor told him to stop drinking. The doctor told Frankie to stop drinking? What else did he tell him? That's as far as he got. <laughs> but they expect the doctor will pull through all right. <laughs> no, it seems that Remley's run down and that he has to stop drinking and smoking. Now, you know very well that Frankie won't pay any attention to the doctor. Oh, yes, he will. Hey, Phil, who's that strange man coming up the walk? What strange? That's Frankie. Oh, he must be sick. I didn't recognize him. He's, he's walking so funny. Oh, he's not walking funny. Just the first time you've ever seen him walking straight. <laughs> you know, you've got to give that guy a lot of credit. He has strength of character and a lot of willpower. Just imagine cutting out smoking and drinking just like that. And it doesn't bother him in the least. You'd never know that. Oh, hiya, Frankie. I think I'll kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's the matter, kid? What's the matter, he said. You know the torture I've been going through? I haven't had a drink or a smoke. It's enough to drive a guy nuts. I'm going crazy. How long you been off it? Five minutes. <laughs> I don't know how long I can stick with this Make a nervous wreck out of me My hands are starting to sh sh shake And my voice is starting to Queer, 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 queer Oh, Remley <laughs> You're just a weakling If you make up your mind to do something, do it Look, if it'll help you I'll give you some moral support I'll go off the stuff with you From this minute on I won't smoke or drink 
You think you could quit, Curly? Certainly. It's a cinch. From now on, I'll never have another smoke or drink, and I could get, 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 get. I sound like Milton Berle. I see what you mean. The mere thought of it makes me shudder. Yeah, well, it's even tougher for me, Curly. It ain't easy being a sick man and not having anybody around me. Anybody to take care of me? Don't you worry, doll. We got that all figured out. We're going to take care of you. In fact, we're just planning our vacation, and we're taking you with us. Aren't we, Alice? No. <laughs> Alice, you mean you don't want me to go along on your vacation with you? Oh, Frankie, I don't want you to misunderstand and think I'm against it. But the only way it's going to happen is over my dead body. <laughs> For a minute, I thought I wasn't welcome. <laughs> and you can stop looking like a wounded camel. I can't believe you're sick. How can you say that? I'm a very sick man. There go my earlobes again. <laughs> Besides that, I just had a serious operation on my arm. What kind of an operation? I had my elbow corrugated so it won't skid off slippery bars. <laughs> yes, honey, it's, uh, it's an old affliction known as wet sleeves. <laughs> Alice, let's take Remley along, please. Not huh? a beggar, Curly. She doesn't want me to go, it's okay. But while she's gone, I'm certainly going to miss the sound of her glorious voice. Well, I don't care if you... You think I have a glorious voice? Better than that. Hearing you sing is the only thing that makes my life worth living. I know how you feel, so let's both live a little, huh? The breeze is chasing the zephyr. The moon is chasing the sea. The bull is chasing the heifer, but nobody's chasing me. The rooster's chasing the chicken, the peewee, some wee peewee. The cat is taking the licking, but nobody's taking me. Nobody wants to own me, and I object. Nobody wants to phone me, even collect the leopard, chasing the leopard. The chimp, jump champ, chimpanzee. The sheep is chasing the shepherd, but nobody's chasing me. Nobody. I'm off the shelf Each night I'm getting nearer Chasing myself The clams are almost a-mixin' The hams are chasing TV The fox is chasing 
a fixin' But nobody came for me Nobody, nobody came is sensational. Why, you have a voice like, like, am I going on your vacation? No. Marjorie Maine. <laughs> Alice, I'm not the type to resort to threats, but I'm warning you. If you don't take me along on your vacation, I'm going to tell your closely guarded secret to the whole world. What secret? That you're the mother of Betty Grable. <laughs> And if that doesn't work, I'll be forced to tell him that you're not really Alice Faye. You're Colleen Moore in a blonde wig. <laughs> All right, you can stop already, Remley. I got one more. <laughs> this is a beaut. We don't want to hear it. Alice, Betty Grable's mother. That's what you told me, Curly. <laughs> I didn't say she was her mother. I said she was her godmother. <laughs> Alice happened to be there when Betty was born, and they asked her if she had mind. Right, to... All right, <laughs> Look, Alice, why don't you want Frankie to go along with us this summer? Oh, Phil, you know why. He'll take over and run our vacation for us. He'll tell us where to go. No, I won't. Where we go is entirely up to you, Alice. Well, in that case, you can come. Good. Where do you want to go? Well, I want to go to Hawaii. I don't like it. <laughs> Now, here's where we'll go. We'll get in your car and take a trip across the country. Says who? Says this poor sick man who, if you argue with him, his water-filled kneecaps will burst and flood your kitchen floor. <laughs> you got through all that, why couldn't you make the other one? <laughs> I gotta remember that. What is that, that triple trick across the country? Triple trick. Triple trick? Yeah. Trickle. Well, let's leave it alone. That's fine. <laughs> hey, Alice, that auto trip does sound very good. Hey, uh, let's see. Where can we go? Our first stop will be the last frontier at Las Vegas. <laughs> that will also be our last stop. <laughs> no, no. They have wonderful food in 300 rooms, fully equipped with hot and cold running slot machines. <laughs> they have RCA Victor radios in every room. And their roulette wheels are all 45 RPM. <laughs> it's going to be a swell motor trip, honey. But wait a minute. The children are going with us, and it'll be too crowded with five in the car. Not if you buy a trailer. Yeah. Hey, a trailer would do it. Sure. Yeah, but where can I buy a trailer? Come with me. <laughs> Some nice looking stuff on this lot, haven't they, Curly? Yeah, but Remley, these are all used cars. Well, they got the trailers in the back. Oh. Hey, there's the owner of the lot, the guy that's standing with his back to it. Well, let me do the talking now because I'm going to buy this trailer. Yeah, all right. <clears throat> uh, pardon me, sir. Harris! Grogan! <laughs> you 
two know each other? All right, all right. Hey, Grogan, do you own this place? Yeah. That's all the recommendation I need. So long, buddy. I'll see you. Come back here. Nobody leaves this lot alive without buying something. <laughs> well, as long as you put it that way, I'll, uh, I'll tell you what I want to buy. No, let's not start off on the wrong foot, eh? I'll tell you what you want to buy. <laughs> Now, here is an automobile that I would like to see you drive. This is a brand new 51 Stanley Steamer. <laughs> a 51 Stanley Steamer? Yeah, that's right. Be 52 next week. <laughs> but the thing, the thing still runs like a charm. Now, look, Grogan, I don't want to buy a Stanley Steamer. What I came here for is I'd like I to... I got it. You evidently want something more modern, eh? Well, here it is. An up-to-the-minute Essex. <laughs> I picked this thing up in Pasadena last week, and this car is just like new. It comes equipped with a crank handle, with uh, Isinglass side curtains, and with an old maid who's never been out of the garage. <laughs> Grogan, I don't want a car. You see, I already have a Shut car. Shut up. I ain't finished with my sales talk yet. <laughs> now, if you want a car with a lot of power, this is it. Now, just to show you how much power this car has got, it has ten holes on each side of the chassis. What are the holes for? The yours have got to stick out someplace. <laughs> Look, Grogan, I've been trying to tell you. You see, I don't want a car. I want to buy a trailer for me and my family. A trailer? Well, Emily, what's the idea of bringing this gypsy around? <laughs> well, I don't have no trailers here, and I... Oh, yeah, yeah. I got something that can be converted into a trailer. You see, one of my, uh... One of my buyers, he, uh, Picked it up off the street this morning. <laughs> well, if I can convert it, I might be interested. What is it? A Beverly Hills fire engine. <laughs> Oh, that's all I need, driving across country in a hot hook and ladder. <laughs> now, you got nothing to worry about because nobody will know that this fire engine is stolen, not the way I disguised it. What'd you do? I painted the ladders green. <laughs> well, I think I've heard enough. Do you coming along, Remley? I'm with you. Hey, Curly. What? I was thinking. A trailer costs a lot of money, and I, I don't want you to go to a big expense on my account. Well, I think you're being very considerate, Remley. Then we won't buy a trailer? No. We'll build one. You and me can do it in no time. Yeah. That might be a lot of fun in that. Well, it, it can't be too expensive. No, of course not. All you'll have to pay for is material and labor. What labor? I get $2 an hour. <laughs> Look, you're going to work for nothing or you don't go. Okay, Curly. You buy the materials and I'll get some blueprints from a friend of mine. I can't wait for August so we can get rolling. Oh, it's really going to be something for you. Yeah. It's going to be great. Hey, but remember, Frankie, hmm? you better behave yourself on this trip. Don't get Alice mad at you because that little blonde is murder when she goes on the warpath. Does she get violent? Violent? Let me tell you about it. Do. <laughs> on the warpath. 
Mama's fighting mad. Mama's boiling, yes, Mama's on the war path. Poor Papa, Papa, God and bad. He's in bad, very bad, awful bad. Mama's on the war path. Papa's leaving town, cause he's learned that when Mama's on the war path, it just ain't safe to be around. Get away, get away. So if he runs away, he may live to fight another day. Before she throws him out, you can hear poor Papa yell and shout, take to the hills whenever Mama's on the warpath. Papa's laying low, cause he knows that when Mama's on the warpath, poor Papa, Papa better blow, brother blow, better blow, brother blow. Mama's on that warpath. Mama wears the pants, cause in our house when Mama's on the warpath, poor Papa, Papa got a chance, not a chance, not a prayer, he's kaput. Mama's on the warpath. Papa's in the jam, and he knows that if Mama's on the warpath, he'd better take it on the lamb, better scram on the lamb. Poor Papa's got a hunch, Mama's saving up her Sunday punch. Likes him black and blue So there's only one thing Pop can do Take to the hills whenever Mama's on the warpath Give her lots of room Cause as Pop says when Mama's on the warpath She's really riding on a broom Boom, boom, boom She's a witch on a broom Poor Papa's got a hunch Mama's saving up her Sunday punch She likes him black and blue so there's only one thing Pop can do Take to the hills Whenever Mama's on the warpath Give her lots of room Cause as Pop says when Mama's on the warpath She's really riding on a broom And stay out! There went the last nail. Our trailer's all finished. Yep. <laughs> and I must say, we did a great job. How do you like it, Curly? I don't know. Since it's all finished, it, well, it looks awfully small. And why does the inside have to be lined with satin? <laughs> I don't know. I just followed the blueprints my friend gave me. He's a builder for big outfits. What outfit? Kelly's comfy casket. <laughs> Now, don't you worry Plenty big Yeah? Lie down in it and try it for size <laughs> No, Curly We don't leave it lying down Come on, give me a hand We'll stand it up on end There we are Yeah Ah How do you think it looks? It's still small Don't look right Wait till we get it furnished Look much better after we put in a couple of beds and a shower and a kitchen and a bar. A bar? You couldn't get a highball glass in there without bending it. <laughs> Maybe it will look better after we paint the wooden planks Hi, and Mr. get it up. Hi, Hey, what's this little house you got out in your backyard? Well, it's just something that I 
built for my family. Couldn't afford indoor plumbing, huh? <laughs> Don't be a wise guy. That's a trailer. This is a trailer? <laughs> what do you expect to fit in that thing? People. I'm going on a trip and I'm putting my whole family in there. You must have some tall, narrow relatives. I'm getting five people in there. Are you kidding? You couldn't get two people in there unless you melted them down first. Now, what do you know, kid? This trailer's plenty big. Just step inside with Curly and me and I'll show you. Okay. You two go first and I'll follow you in. Okay, come on, Remley. Yeah. See, it's very cozy in here, kid. Yeah, it's very nice in here, Julius. It's even nicer out here. <laughs> now, he didn't come in with it. Hey, Remley, open that door. Yeah. Won't open, Curly. I think it's stuck. Stuck. Hey, Julius, why is the door stuck? I don't know. Unless it's because I locked it. <laughs> All right, Julius, you can open the door. Come on, cut the kid and let it out of here. Yeah, I'd like to, fellas, but I can't get at the key. Why not? I swallowed it. <laughs> at last, I got you guys where I want you. Hey, Julius, this ain't a laughing matter. We're liable to suffocate. No, oh, I wouldn't want that to happen to you. Don't worry, I'll get you out. I'll call the fire department. They won't come. The trailer's not on fire. It will be as soon as I find the match. <laughs> I should have a good blaze going by the time the firemen get here. Julius, don't you dare set this on fire. I never saw such a fuss budget. Fellas, <laughs> I got a way of getting you out. The trailer's on a hill. So? So if I let it roll down, the tree at the bottom will unlock it. I'll just pull the blocks out from under the wheels here and let it roll. Now, wait a minute, Julius. That trailer... Julius, if that trailer rolls into that tree, me and Remley might get killed. Yeah, that's the chance I have to take. You're rolling good now. Uh-oh, they missed the tree and they're heading for the house. I told you fellas not to come in the kitchen without wiping your feet. <laughs> Alice and Phil will be back in just a moment. Here's an album that belongs in your record library. The magnificent new RCA Victor Red Seal recording of Mario Lanza singing eight of the arias from his new MGM film musical, The Great Caruso. Now the full, rich voice of America's most sensational tenor is captured in all its beauty on RCA Victor Red Seal Records. It is the Lanza that has moved motion picture audiences to clap and cheer as if the film were a live performance. And you will feel that same excitement when you listen to RCA Victor's Great Caruso album. Yours to enjoy not just once, but over and over again through the years. It's available now at your RCA Victor dealers in all three record speeds, 78, long play, and 45. 
Stop in tomorrow and get your copy of the thrilling RCA Victor Red Seal album featuring Mario Lanza in selections from The Great Caruso. This is Phil again. Folks, what I'm going to tell you now is not only terribly important, but it's the truth. Many, many letters that both Alice and myself are receiving now from servicemen and servicewomen right in Korea or those who have come back from Korea are urging the folks at home to please write cheery, newsful letters to the boys over there often with just snapshots or clippings from the paper or little things that are happening to the folks back home so that they just won't feel as though they've been forgotten. Mail from home means more than you can imagine. So write to our guys and gals in uniform tonight and thanks. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. This program was produced and directed by Paul Phillips. Included in today's cast was Sheldon Leonard. Remember, whether you're buying a television set, a radio, a Victrola phonograph, or record, put your faith in the cornerstone of American home entertainment for three generations. RCA Victor, world leader in radio, first in recorded music, first in television. For the first time, hear Catherine Cornell on Theater Guild, later on NBC.